Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. It is brought to you by Wizens Law. My name's Rick Samprin. It's game almost over at Tim Hortons Fields. The 45th time the Tiger Cats and Argonauts are waging war in the Labor Day Classic. And uh, as you can imagine, it has been a barn burner, not only temperature-wise, wow, what a blistering hot day it is outside, but on the field, the Tiger Cats have scorched their way to a huge victory over the Argonauts this afternoon with uh, about a minute 20 left to go. Uh, the Ticats are in complete control. It is Hamilton 36, Toronto 12. Uh, so the Tiger Cats will improve to 7-3. and three. Tied with Calgary for first place in the Canadian Football League. Sole possession of top spot in the East Division. Uh, the Argos tumbling to 6-4 and four and sitting still in second place in the East. Ticats, by the way, also threatening to add to their advantage here at uh, Tim Hortons Field. We will uh, take your calls, your emails, your tweets, your uh, texts via the CHML app. We'll run through the scoring summary in a second or two. We'll also, when we invite you to uh, call in and email in and tweet in, uh, your player of the game as well. And we'll also name our uh, fifth quarter fan of the game this afternoon as the Ticats have rumbled all the way down to the Toronto one-yard line with 52 seconds to go. So this final scoreline may not be, and in fact probably won't be, 36-12 to as Ray Hawley has ripped off a couple of impressive runs for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. But, um, yeah, hot day, and, you know, this Ticats team really came out on fire right from the onset, both offensively and defensively, and special teams as well. We'll get into all the big factors this afternoon with our scoring summary and some of the key plays that led Hamilton to their seventh victory of the season as Jeff Matthews has gone into the end zone on a one-yard touchdown run with 49 seconds to go. So the Hamilton Tiger Cats padding their lead. It's now 42-12. to And I really wasn't expecting this scoreline when I woke up this morning. I thought, you know what? Tiger Cats have played very well and especially well at home coming off a disappointing showing against Montreal. So you knew Hamilton's back would be up. You knew they'd have a chip on their shoulder after losing for the first time at Tim Hortons Field. But also Toronto has played extremely well this season, especially on the road as well. These guys have been road warriors. Now, mind you, a lot of their games have been on the road. But they have performed well. And I wasn't, and I'm still not entirely sold on their defense. And boy, did Hamilton ever make the Toronto Argonauts and their defense pay today early and often, especially in the first half. 42-12 just under a minute to go at Tim Hortons Field. Let's rip off the scoring summary here as we await the end of this ball game. Already getting an, uh, an email in, some tweets coming in as well. We'll open up the phone lines in uh, a minute or so. Game started a couple minutes in with uh, Swayze Waters on a wind-aided. It's been a breezy day here in Hamilton, although it has died down as the afternoon progresses. Uh, Swayze Waters with an 81-yard punt single to open the scoring one to nothing. That would be the first and only time that Toronto would lead this afternoon's Labor Day Classic. About two minutes later, Zach Caleros found Terrence Tolliver on a 17-yard toss and run it was 7-1 Tiger Cats Calaros also completing his first six passes before his first incompletion this afternoon and um, we have some big time numbers to pass along in terms of Zach Calaros last play of the first quarter Justin Medlock drilled a 16 yard field goal to make it 10-1 for the Tiger Cats and that culminated a 92 yard drive for Hamilton to in the first quarter. Second quarter started really as the first had gone, all Tiger Cats, but it was the special teams unit that came to the fore. Neil King blocked a Swayze Waters punt. Ticats could not get on the football, but still forced the turnover. Toronto jumped on the pigskin, but Hamilton took over on the Argonauts' 38-yard line. At 12.05 to go in the first half, Caleros throwing his second touchdown of the game, this one to Taekwon Underwood, 
a six-yard slant pattern, and the Ticats extended their lead to 17-1. to That was the 50th career touchdown pass by Zach Caleros. So talk a little bit about the offense. Got a little splash of special teams with Neil King's block punt, and here comes the defense again. Courtney Steven with an interception, his second on the season, brought the ball back to midfield, just into Orgo's territory, and the Cats capitalized again. Justin Medlock turning that turnover into three more points. He converted a 20-yard field goal, two for two on the day, and it's 20-1 to one in favor of the Cats with 6.20 to play in the second quarter. 88 seconds left in the first half. Zach Caleros at it again, throwing his third TD of the afternoon. This one to Terrell Singfield, an 18-yard scoring strike. Ticats go to the locker room at halftime, up 27-1. to Caleros in the first half, 18 of 25, 295 yards. He threw three touchdowns in the first half alone and nearly 300 yards. Wow. Very impressive, and I would say a candidate for player of the game. But that's ultimately up to the voters here on the fifth quarter. Third quarter begins, and the Ticats uh, continue to motor along. Justin Medlock boots a 49-yard field goal, 3-for-3 on the afternoon, making it 30-to-1 for the Tiger Cats. Toronto's woes continued. Swayze Waters missed a field goal, was wide right on the play. Um, A bunch of penalty flags were tossed to the turf. There was some pushing and shoving after Brandon Banks brought the football out of the end zone. Uh, But Toronto's defense finally came to the fore, forcing Zach Caleros to fumble. Darrell Wad uh, forcing it. I believe he got the fumble recovery as well. And the uh, Argos turned that turnover into eight points when Trevor Harris found Kevin Elliott for an 11-yard touchdown. The two-point conversion as well was good for Toronto. So after three quarters of play, Hamilton 30, Toronto 9. You can see where this is going. Fourth quarter action, Swayze Waters finally finding his groove. Hit a 43-yard field goal. He'd finish the game 1-for-2. Ticats with a 30-12 to lead. Zach Caleros threw his fourth touchdown of the day, his league-leading 22nd on the season. He found Terrell Sinkfield again on a beautiful screen pass, a 16-yard TD, and the Ticats went up 36-12. to That's because Medlock's extra point was missed the first time he's done so this season. And uh, just a few moments ago, uh, Jeff Matthews squeezing in from one yard out to give the Tiger Cats a 42 to 12 lead and that uh, will most likely be the final score with 11 seconds left at Tim Hortons Field. So the Ticats getting the job done once again. They're now 7 and 3 tops in the Canadian Football League. At this point last year, try to remember, weren't they 2 and 7 or or 3 and 6 somewhere around there? It has been a complete reversal and and not only that, a reversal where we have seen some big-time numbers, some big-time plays from this Ticats offense and defense. No time left at Tim Hortons Field, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats have pulled off a big victory. 42-12 is the final. It is over. Rematch will go this Friday night, 7.30, at Rogers Center, but we can say that with this victory this afternoon... Ticats have won the season series. They have the Ballard Cup back in Hamilton. TSN did a a pretty uh, funny uh, segment about the Ballard Cup and how it came to be and how no one knows anything about it. I think we do this every year. What is the Ballard Cup? I think hardcore Ticats fans really know what the Ballard Cup is. All right, let's throw open the phone lines here. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email Rick at 900CHML.com on Twitter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. You have the CHML app as well. Use it. Hit that conversation button. Send me a note pronto. Who's your player of the game? The best caller or email that we get or tweet? You'll be named the fifth quarter fan of the day 
Not fan of the night because, well, it's a day game today. So again, 905-645-3221-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone, on Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin, and on email, rick at 900CHML.com. Here's an email coming in from Randy. Hi, Rick. A Scorcher Tiger Cat Feast on the Argos. Stadium staff managed it well. Wow, a tie Cats day on Labor Day. Let's beat them Argos again Friday. My player of the game, Terrence Tolliver. All players contributed. Also, Tolliver for the fan on the field stop. Apparently, there was a fan that ran on the field and was uh, stopped by Terrence Tolliver. Uh, as you would say, Rick, touchdown Cats. Oski Wee Wee, let's beat him again Friday. A big win. Randy from Oakville sending us that note. How impressed are you in today's performance by the Hamilton Tiger Cats? Did you expect anything different out of this game? I expected a much closer scoreline. I'll be I'll be honest. 42-12. I wasn't really thinking that. I, was, I think it was going around along the lines of 24-20. Low scoring, defensive battle, similar to last year's Labor Day Classic. 13-12, the final last year in favor of Hamilton. And we can say this as well. Ticats also remain unbeaten on Labor Day at Tim Hortons Field. Your thoughts on the game, your player of the game. Let's open up the phones. Darcy is first off. Darcy, how are you? Hey, Rick. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. It was. I thought it was a uh, really good game today by Hamilton. Um, and, uh, there's some things that uh, Zach, he, I don't know, he had some guys wide open and he kind of missed, uh, missed, missed the ball on uh, the opportunity on a couple of plays. I think we could have really blew the door wide open in uh, in this game. You're chiding Zach Caleros for missing a couple of tosses? No, no, no. I'm just saying he had some guys like wide open and he just seemed to, I don't know if he got too excited, but he just seemed to like miss, miss the target on them. Okay. So, uh, no, I'm, not, I'm not knocking on I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know if he gets too excited sometimes when a guy's that wide open. But um, overall, I played, we played a good game and... Um, the officiating still, I don't know, like, I, I'm not, I don't know, like, I, I know it's Labor Day, but I, I think too many penalties again, like, uh, the officials try to take over the game and make the game their game. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah, well, we've seen this all season long, and I don't expect it to change anytime soon. Um, Hamilton committed 17 infractions for 152 yards. Toronto had 14 penalties for 130. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a tremendous that's, amount. Yeah, that's that's kind of ludicrous. I think I don't know if these guys are. I don't know if they got orders from marching orders from their bosses to to, to officiate like this, but it it, it 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 doesn't do anything to promote the game or or anything like that. I think it just ruins the game, to be honest. Well, but, it, um, yeah, it really it really slows it down. It really kills any momentum. But I, I will say this: we all know that you know new rules were put into effect this off season, but. You know, very few of them, uh, of the flags that were thrown today, or even this year, are, are attributed to these new rules. I mean, today there was a lot of extracurriculars, if you will, after the whistle, and that really piled up the yardage. Yeah. I just, I just, the one thing that also concerns me is this, um, this Friday game. Uh, it's a bit ludicrous. They're going to play on basically three days rest, especially after a game like today with this heat. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, like if, you know, you, you get even more injuries players will be even more susceptible to injuries playing on that you know like that's not very much rest for a professional athlete i don't know if you uh what your thoughts would be on that i know i know what you're saying there but you ask the quote-unquote old guys and they'd play like two games in three days yeah that's true i guess but uh i don't know i just um just just about that officiating and uh i don't know how these people are still getting on the field i don't know if uh people running on Field, you know, I because I, I, I think it's happened a couple times this year, but uh, I don't know. I just think people like that they, should, <laughs> they shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? They I, I'm not sure what the policy is in terms of how long they're banned for, but it should at least be a calendar. Not well, more than calendar year. I think it should be at least for one year. They cannot return to the stadium. Yeah, and, and, and I, I don't want to see players trying to tackle them. Like, uh, let the security take care of those guys. Yeah. Those idiots. Can you imagine anyway, a player uh, getting? Can you imagine a player getting hurt in that regard? Pardon? Can you imagine a player getting hurt in that regard? 
Well, exactly. Some Luke running on the field, and uh, you know, a player getting hurt from that. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to see that. No. Hey, who's your but, player of the game today? I, I'd have to go with. Uh, uh, I'd say Caleros. Caleros. He, he played pretty good. He, uh, he, he was like I said. Like I'm not knocking him, but I'm just I'm just saying. Like sometimes I notice when he gets guys wide open, he can really like drive drive. Uh, you know, put put the hammer to them even more. He's got the potential to to really really be a, an awesome quarterback. I think. Well, he's shown it this year so far. I'm sure. Hey, eh? Darcy, thanks for the call. Thanks. We're up against our first break here. Who is your player of the game? We have a vote for Zach Caleros. We have a vote for Terrence Tolliver. Your thoughts on today's whipping of the Argonauts. If you're at the stadium, heading to your car, in your car right now, uh, let me know about uh, your Labor Day experience. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Send me a tweet at am900chml. At Rick's Amprin, 42-12, the final Ticats over the Argos. You're listening to the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Now that the game's over, what's gnawing at you? This is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. It is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on Hamilton's News Talk Leader. Tiger Cats 42, Argonauts 12. Your thoughts on the game? Is that a scoreline you were envisioning as you woke up today, as you were tailgating outside Tim Hortons Field, as you now walk or drive home from the game? Um, I was expecting a much closer game. 42 to 12, a 30 point spread. The Tiger Cats have now beaten home opponents. I think three of them by 30 and the other one by 16 points. Unbelievable. Votes are flying in for our fifth quarter player of the game following today's Labor Day Classic. Kevin writes on Twitter, I believe, as he always does, my player of the game is Ray Hawley, Beast Mode. Corey on Twitter, Zach Caleros all the way. David, Zach is the choice. And Darlene, uh, hashtag the fifth quarter receivers were spot on. Best I've seen of Hawley. A TCDF score tells all. Player of the game, Caleros. So Zach Caleros is sprinting away with today's player of the game votes. Does he get your vote as well? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, and at Rick Samprin. As you are mulling over your thoughts on today's game, how impressed you are with this Ticats unit. Let's go through some of the statistical analysis from today's game. Zach Caleros, by the way, threw for a career-high 400 yards this afternoon. 26 of 38, 400 yards, four touchdowns. Now leads the Canadian Football League with 22 TD tosses. Ray Hawley... Thanks in large part to a 40-yard scamper late in the ballgame. Had nine carries for 84 yards. Caleros had four carries for 22. Matthews, two carries for three yards and a touchdown. Nick Grigsby, the starting running back for the Hamilton Tiger Cats today. Three carries, minus one yard. It's not what you want to see out of your starting running back at all. But the Ticats squarely focused on throwing the football today, and it showed in large part not only with Zach Caleros' statistics, but with the stats of a few receivers. Terrell Singfield, what a ball game he had today. A couple of touchdown receptions, five catches, 110 receiving yards. Luke Tasker had a Luke Tasker-like day, seven receptions, 105 yards. Terrence Tolliver, six grabs for 90 yards and a TD. Tyquan Underwood, three receptions, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Ray Hawley, three receptions for 31 yards. Banks at a catch for 19. Grigsby at one catch for nine yards. Defensively for Hamilton, Simone Lawrence, eight tackles and a sack. Taylor Reed at five defensive tackles. Craig Butler with four. Justin Hickman not only had four tackles, but two sacks as well. Rico Murray also had four defensive takedowns. And Courtney Stephen with four tackles and an interception. Justin Medlock, 3-for-3 on field goals, although he did miss his first extra point of the season. Your thoughts on today's game and your player of the game, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Adam is on the line. Adam, how are you? Hey, Rick, how's it going? I'm good. How about you? 
Good. Really happy about how this game turned out, considering what happened last week. Yeah. Couldn't be couldn't be happier. What was your highlight of the game? Uh, you know what? <laughs> there's so many it's, to choose from, eh? There's too many, but Holly, uh, Holly's uh, two runs at the end, the big 40-yarder, and then he uh, he trucked that Argo right at the goal line. <laughs> I think that was more about him putting him in his place than getting the touchdown at that point. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, great game. I thought the offense answered all the critics from last week, which I, I was one. I thought they had a poor game plan last week, and the game plan this week this week was just unbelievable. They came out blazing, both on offense especially and, and defense too. I mean, Toronto did not get past uh, midfield until I think very – it was either very late in the second quarter or early in the third quarter. I think it was the third quarter. Yeah. I think you're right. I, that was just one of the most dominant defensive halves of the season and you know we were saying that it would have been great if they got shut out completely in the first half but they (laughs) they kind of cheaped out and took the single point on that punt yeah that was the only lead they had in the game thankfully uh who's your player of the game adam um normally i don't like giving it to the quarterback but i can't you can't doubt a 400 yard four touchdown game from zach claris that's a that's a pretty unbelievable stat to have he was impressive adam thanks for the call enjoy the rest of your long weekend Thanks, Rick. All right, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Nominate your player of the game on Twitter as well, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Justin T. on Twitter, I have to agree with Kevin. Ray Hawley is my player of the game. Oh, here come the Ray Hawley fans. Ray Hawley is, guys, gets a lot of love on the fifth quarter. Uh, Jen on Twitter as well. Caleros as player of the game. It was a game they needed to win, and they looked great doing so. Hashtag fifth quarter. Another vote for Zach Caleros in a well-deserved one. Wes on Twitter, at Rick Samprin. The beast from the east. Ticats player of the game, Ray Hawley. Hashtag fifth quarter. Wes, thanks for the vote. He had a strong game. I mean, mind you, the bulk of his rushing yards came on that one run and then added another long one right after that but the guy is he's hard to bring down when he starts get going he is a house to bring down Ticats and Argos will do it all again in just a matter of days Friday night to be exact Tiger Cats travel to T.O. 7.30 start as Hamilton will try to put two victories and four points between them and and the double blue. How about a season sweep? Hamilton over Toronto. That would be sweet. Manny on Twitter. Argo suck. Enough said. Woo. With a bunch of zeros in that woo. <laughs> Who's your player of the game? Who is your maybe unheralded guy of the game as well? Let's give some love to someone who's kind of flying under the radar as well. well you're allowed to do that. No, from time to time here in the fifth quarter, we've picked a, a player of the game and have nominated another element of the game or another player as playing very well. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Pinzo's on the line. Pinzo, how are you? I just want to say I'm a Toronto resident, and uh, I take extreme pleasure in driving down the QEW over to Hamilton and watch this classic game on Labor Day. It's, it's just such a pleasure to watch. The That's awesome. Beating to the Argos. Okay, so what did you think of the game today? The game was fantastic. I think the defense set the tone, and uh, Zach, Zach, Zach was just um, unbelievable. He was dynamite. Now, were you, were, you know, when I woke up this morning, I wasn't expecting a blood. Were you expecting something like this? You know, I, I was expecting the Ticats to rebound after their game against, their, yeah. their letdown against Dallas, for sure. Uh, but you, you, with the defense that they have, absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't think the, the Argo offense has what it takes to keep up with the, the Ticats, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's your player of the game, Pinzo? My player of the game is Zach, for sure. Excellent. Zach for sure. If, if I could just give a shout-out to my nephew in, in Hamilton, who I typically go to this game with. Yeah, go ahead. Love, love, love attending the game with, with my nephew Lorenzo and his two boys. It was a pleasure, and I look forward to next year, for sure. Awesome. Hey, thanks for the call. Enjoy the game. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Pinzo here on the fifth quarter, nominating Zach Caleros. He is by far and away the leader when it comes to today's fifth-quarter player of the game. Terrence Tolliver and Ray Hawley, the only other two players getting some love this afternoon for their exploits on the field.
Ryan on Twitter. Easy Caleros for player of the game. Holly gained his yards when the game was out of reach. He should have pushed for the TD. I think he just wanted to swat somebody, actually. <laughs> so Zach with another vote. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com, and that's where we turn our attention to now. Alan has emailed in his thoughts. I don't care what anyone says about Zach Caleros missing a few throws because he is amazing. I think Alan's referring to Darcy's comments that opened the show. Uh, Alan continues, there were a few penalties that hurt us, but look at the rivalry, and it's a heat of the moment, and we all played well. Players of the game would have to be Zach Caleros. Uh, Terrell Singfield had a couple of touchdowns that really put the hammer to Toronto. Now we're 7-3. and three. And we need to seal the deal in Toronto Friday because we have Calgary and Edmonton in Hamilton, which will be really hard games the following three weeks with a bye week between them. Hopefully Mike Daly, Eric Norwood, and a few others get healthy, but we have some good depth to fill these spots, so I'm not overly worried. We're in a good position, and let's get out to Toronto and make some noise in the Dome. We can make that game a home advantage for us. We're there. Are more uh, Hamilton fans than Toronto. That email from Allen. And speaking of that, the annual Cat's Claws Fan Club Road Trip is going to be happening on Friday, September the 11th. Buses will be departing, and I do say buses because there's probably going to be a few. Uh, Buses will be departing from Eastgate Square at 5.30. The cost for the bus ride to and from the game, as well as a game ticket, is $65 per person. If you want to make it, you can contact Carol Rose from the Cat's Claws Fan Club. Her email, crose2, that's the number two, crose2 at kojiko.ca. You can also call 905-664-6117. Again, 905-664-6117. Another edition of the Cat's Claws Fan Club Road Trip. Uh, Alan also emailed in just uh, a second or two ago. Hey, Rick, do you remember Cody Ledbetter? Apparently he was found dead today. I'm not sure what happened. Any updates would be good. Apparently, Alan, uh, Cody Ledbetter was found dead. This happened yesterday in uh, Aledo, Texas. Uh, Police there do not suspect foul play. They are not looking for any suspects. Uh, Cody's uh, body was found in a shed, according to police in Texas. Uh, That's really all the updates that I have. Of course, Cody Ledbetter, a former quarterback with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um, saw a little bit of action, I think, primarily in the preseason with Winnipeg as well. All right, still lots to come here on the fifth quarter. Half an hour to go, then we'll get with nonstop news at 5 o'clock. Your calls on today's game, your vote for player of the game, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can tweet at am900chml at Rick Samprin, or send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. If you have the CHML app, send me a note as well. Ticats win the Labor Day Classic going away, 42-12. to More of your thoughts and some more in-game analysis coming up. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. The dust has settled. Time to break it down. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. And we're back. Wow, what a showing today at Tim Hortons Field, a scorching hot Tim Hortons Field where the Hamilton Tiger Cats were just as hot as the weather this afternoon. Beating up on Toronto 42-12. to It was the 45th time that Hamilton and Toronto have met on Labor Day. And for the 31st time, the Tiger Cats came out on top. They now sport a Labor Day record versus Toronto of 31-13 and one tie. Pretty impressive and a very impressive showing this afternoon for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Your thoughts on today's game. We want you to cast your ballot for the player of the game at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can tweet it at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Use the CHML app. Hit that conversation button. Or uh, you can email as well, rick at 900chml.com.
Uh, Liam tweets, an unsung player of the game is Rico Murray. Had a few clutch knockdowns on second down to force the Argos to punt. Yeah, you know what he did? And he's always a guy that is always kind of around the football. Maybe not the flashiest of guys, and I think in part because quarterbacks really don't like throwing toward his part of the field, knowing that he can get the job done. He's a solid player top to bottom, and he can play a number of different positions. Can put him at half, put him at corner. He can play safety, linebacker. Uh, he's a guy of many talents. So Rico Murray always, in my books, an unsung hero. Rarely, rarely gets the spotlight uh, on him. Paul on Twitter uh, writes, great game, but two questions. Why not kick a field goal at the end of the half, and why take a knee on the convert? Uh, both good questions. Read the convert. Um, I, I saw on Twitter, I can't remember who tweeted it out, that Medlock was limping towards the sideline uh, after missing the extra point. So I'm not sure if that was a factor, uh, because... Why take a knee? Why not go for two if, if Medlock's not available? So I don't really have the answer to that, Paul, but uh, two great questions. And regarding the field goal, I, I don't understand that as well. I mean, put up three points. Who cares? Your team's playing well. Reward them for getting into a position to attempt a field goal. Let them rip it as well. And, and again, it may have come down to uh, Justin Medlock and uh, his health today, although I, I thought he played a great game. Three field goals, three for three. Booted a 49-yarder. He had a 20-yard field goal and uh, a 16-yarder just before the first quarter came to an end. So, yeah, look, uh, that was a head-scratcher for me as well. Your player of the game and uh, your thoughts on today's game. So far, we have three votes for players of the game. Caleros, Hawley, and Tolliver. I thought we'd have a little more. Well, I'm not sure if we had a little more variety. I was thinking maybe five or six players. And then Justin Hickman. Had a really good game today. That Ticats D-line played fairly well. Hickman with a couple of sacks. Uh, Singfield, I thought, probably had his best game as a Tiger Cat. I think I'd put him into the mix for player of the game possibilities. But when all is said and done, I think if there is one guy to name, it would be Zach Caleros. I mean, he was he was really, really good today. 26 of 38, 400 yards, four touchdowns, and not only statistically, but made a couple of good runs. That spinorama move set up some points for the Tiger Cats. I think it was a a field goal from Medlock that uh, culminated a a 92-yard drive. That Tiger Cats defense was menacing all game long. Medlock didn't really have to punt the ball that much today as that Ticats offense was humming from start to finish. He had a couple of punts, a long of 45. So not bad. I mean, Hugh O'Neill goes down and Justin Medlock is able to step up, as he has in the past, and uh, punt the football rather well. So I think my player of the game, I'll, I'll go with the majority of fans as well, and name Zach Caleros. I mean, when you throw for a career-high 400 yards, not saying something. That's saying something. Zach Caleros, I think, has fully arrived here in the Canadian Football League. If there has, if there was any doubt, it should all be erased from what he has done through the second half of last season and the first half of this year. Swayze on Twitter, and this is not Swayze Waters. This is Sweezy Baby. Uh, at Rick Samprin, player of the game. Solo Sink 2, which is uh, Terrell Sinkfield. Couple of touchdowns, over 100 yards. Highlight reel snags. Sink was a beast. Terrell Sinkfield, as I just mentioned, yeah, he had, a, a, I think, his best game as a Hamilton Tiger Cat this afternoon. Back to the phones we go. And who else? Milsey's on the line. Milsey, how are you? Hey, now that was the game. Boys, what did you think of the game? <laughs> The it was all of that. Today we dominated. Player of the game on saying Calaris, we there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Calaris was that today. And uh, I think our offense uh, dominated their defense. We both came in six and three. There was a lot of questions about uh, injuries, and yet both teams came out. And uh, I thought it was going to be a very tight game. 
and it was we dominated the entire game and i can't say enough about this team i thought we were all coached last game against montreal but that sure as heck wasn't the case this time i think we really really earned it there you the tackle of the game has to to the tie-cap and the Argos throw that tackle about fan her way through the game that ran out of the field. What a great play that was. <laughs> when you get a tie-cap in an Argo mid-game making that tackle on that drunk, I thought that was great. <laughs> that pretty much summed up the afternoon. It does. What's your call for next week, Rick? For the next game? Yeah, what's I, your I, prediction? I, I think the Ticats sweep the series. Whoa! So, yeah. You better be there in Toronto. Right on. Are you driving home with the Box J boys or what? Oh yeah, that was great. Well, we're right. we're in 104, they're 103, but you know what? It's like it's it's bleeding into the next section. <laughs> it's all of that. It's been loud. It's been fun. But you know what? There's something else I'd like to bring up here. Is as much as I'm really happy with how well the Ticats are doing. There's one person that I absolutely love that they're doing it for, and that's for Bob Young. Because yeah. he put so much money into this club and yeah. so much effort, and I'm so happy that things are finally going in their direction. He so deservingly deserves uh, the great cup and all the accolades that come along with this team. Right. Big thumbs up to Bob right Young. Yeah. Go. Good stuff. Milsey, I'll let you go. Thanks for calling in. Way to go. Fifth quarter brought to you by Wisson's Law on AM 900 CHML. That, that, <laughs> is that not the slam dunk for fifth quarter fan of the game? That might be the fifth quarter fan of the season. Milsey and the gang driving home from today's 42-12 beatdown that Hamilton laid on Toronto. A couple of votes coming in on Twitter as well. Andrew at Rick Samprin writes, I was really impressed with the O-line today. Very much so, especially in the first half, and I... I was thinking about this as this game was progressing, especially in the first half, because the Argos could not get a sniff on Caleros. He had loads of time and heaved the ball for big gains downfield. Uh, Ticats O-line, a tip of the cap to them for sure. Paul on Twitter, player of the game, Zach for sure. So Zach Caleros, I think, is running away with his player of the game award. Now up to 12 votes. Ray Hawley, a distant second in third place. Call in with your thoughts on today's game, 42-12. Again, a scoreline I wasn't thinking about earlier on today because Toronto had played well on the road. Ticats coming off a bit of a stinker against Montreal. I knew their backs would be up. I knew they'd be up for this ballgame. And being Labor Day, I thought Toronto would be up for the game. But, man, Hamilton just smothered the double blue. Not even close, right from the start. I mean, well, it was one nothing Toronto, but that was pretty much it. All Hamilton after that. Tiger Cats scored 30 unanswered points before the Argos could reply late in the third quarter, and by that time it was game over. 30-9 after the end of three, 42-12, the final. Let's bring you some stats from uh, Toronto's end, and it was, uh, well, not impressive. Trevor Harris, very pedestrian game, 24 of 34. Not bad in that regard, but only threw for 211 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Adrian McPherson did come in towards the end of the game. He was one of four for four yards. And, and here's a question about Friday. You know, Milsey and the gang talking about, you know, what's going to happen this Friday when Toronto hosts Hamilton in the season finale. Cats, by the way, also clinching uh, the season series by winning today. But Ricky Ray was taken off the six-game injured list last week, was dressed for today's game, obviously didn't play in today's game, but given what happened today, and now sitting at 6-4, and four, does Argos head coach Scott Milanovic say, hey, Ricky, we need you in this ballgame? That, I think, is going to be the big question heading into Friday. Is Ricky Ray going to be starting for Toronto? Go back to the phones, and Rel is on the line. Rel, how are you? Hello, Rel. Goodbye, Rel. Call again. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. So, yeah, Ricky Ray could be a possibility for Friday. He's not 
If he's close to, do the Argos go in that direction? I think maybe they do. If they want to win the East Division, I think they almost have to. With Hamilton now 7-3 and three, and the Argos 6-4. and four. Ottawa has the bye. They're 5-4. and four. Red Blacks will be in BC next Sunday. Lions coming off a big victory to go to 4-5. and five. We'll recap the entire East and West Division standings, but I think this, this could be a pressure point for the Toronto Argonauts this Friday night. If Ricky Ray is close to being good to go, we might see him. All right, back to the stats for Toronto. Uh, Chad Cackert, five carries for 37 yards. Really a non-factor today, as was Brandon Whitaker, just one carry for five yards. Tory Gurley had five receptions for 62 Kevin Elliott, four catches for 42 yards and a touchdown. Chad Owens, coming back from the injured list, he had four receptions for 32 yards. But Al Hazelton, four catches for 27. Anthony Coombs, four for 22. Whitaker, three for 21. And Dupuis, the fullback, one reception for nine yards. Leading tackler for the Argos and for the game, Greg Jones, Argos linebacker with eight defensive tackles. A couple of sacks, Lang and Okpagluagu, both with one apiece, and Swayze Waters one for two on field goals. Final score, Hamilton 42, Toronto 12. Wasn't even close. We have Ray standing by. We'll get to him after the break. This is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Another game is in the books. You're listening to the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. One more go-round here on the fifth quarter on Hamilton's News Talk Leader. Wow, what a performance today by the Hamilton Tiger Cats winning their second consecutive Labor Day Classic at Tim Hortons Field. A scorcher uh, in terms of the weather and the scoreboard. 42-12 to over the Hamilton uh, or the uh, Toronto Argonauts. Uh, Hamilton now 7-3 and on the season. We'll get to the East and West Division standings when we uh, come back from this phone call from Ray. Ray, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm okay. Your thoughts on today's game? You know what? Uh, kudos to all the Ticats for playing this weather. I mean, even the Argos, you know what? It was a tough game to play. But, you know what? Um, giving Kamal uh, uh, you know, a thumbs up is, is, is great. Uh, you know what? He's a good quarterback. I, I wouldn't want anybody else. However, some of these receivers that are doing these route runnings are actually making very good plays, including Thinkfield. Like, I, I, I would like to say that uh, I would like to nominate him. Um, even Tasker, any, any of these guys that are running these routes are doing a very crisp, very good job. And given Quarles and, and the offensive line, given Quarles time to make these decisions, I, you know what, they're just playing very good football. That's a good point. They were outstanding today. Ray, thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. If you have a final thought on today's ball game, you want to get in your vote for player of the game, you can do so in a variety of ways, you can call 905-645-3221, store 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Back to the email we go. Uh, this email coming in from William. Uh, good game, but not great. Ooh. Why? The penalties. Over 150 yards in penalties, with some allowing the Argos drive to go on. But have to say, a heck of a lot better than last week. Hickman for player of the game. Keep this going into the next game, lads. Eat those Argos on their home turf. That email again from William. So interesting comment. Good game, but not great. And he points to the penalties in that regard. Ticats committing 17 penalties this afternoon for a mind-boggling 152 yards The Argos, pretty darn close. They committed 14 infractions for 130 yards. Nearly, nearly three football fields worth of penalties today. That's crazy. 31 penalties for 282 yards combined. Unbelievable. Now, there were a few of those that were those after-the-whistle calls, the pushing, the shoving, the grill-grabbing. There was a lot of that going. I mean, hey, it's Labor Day, 80s Hamilton versus Toronto. That's to be expected. But 282 yards worth, that's, I think, going a little bit overboard. There comes a point 
in each and every ball game, though, and especially a game like this, two bitter rivals, and we'll see it this afternoon with uh, Calgary and Edmonton, who are fighting for first place in their respective divisions, that tensions will escalate, and there comes a point in the ball game the officials have to say, hey, look, we, we have to maintain control. We can only let it go so far, and then we get got to put our foot down. we got to put our stamp on this ballgame. We cannot let it get out of hand because it can it can get out of hand quickly, and sometimes it's too far gone to restore order. I thought the officials did an okay job in keeping things from exploding because there was a few instances, especially with the sidelines being on the same sideline, that things could have gotten out of hand. So in that regard, I thought the officials did okay, but there was a lot of calls that didn't really have to be made. Uh, Bruce on Twitter, great game. Zach, player of the game. Time to do it all over again this Friday. Hashtag ArgoSuck. Autumn on Twitter at AM900CHML. I think everyone did great, but I'm going with Sinkfield because it was one of his best games as a Ticat. And I would agree with that. Sinkfield with a trio of votes player of the game here on the fifth quarter. Terrell Sinkfield with a very strong game this afternoon. And I would say, and I am saying, his best game as a tie cat. Five catches, 110 yards, couple of touchdowns, and some dazzling grabs in between. Let's get to the uh, regular season standings as they sit right now. We still have Calgary and Edmonton wrapping up week 11 of the CFL season out in Cowtown. So in the East, the Tiger Cats now lead the division with a record of 7-3. and three. They're 4-1 at home, 3-2 and two away. They are by far and away number one in points four. In fact, as it stands right now, and I know Calgary is still yet to play, the Ticats are 102 points more. They've scored 102 points more than Calgary, the next closest team offensively. We're only halfway through the season, folks. They've already got 100 more points than the next closest team. And if you're thinking, oh, you know, the Ticats are all all offense, well, no, they've allowed just four more points than Calgary. They have, in terms of points against, the Ticats have the third best, uh, third best defense in the CFL. Edmonton's number one with 165, Calgary 190. Ticats have allowed 194 points this season. Very impressive. So the Cats number one in the East at seven and three. Toronto is six and four. Three and zero at home, three and four away. Ottawa's five and four through nine games. They had the bye week this week. They're four and one at home, very good at home, one and three on the road. Uh, Montreal is four and six. Two and three at home, two and three on the road. Out west. Man, this has really turned into a two-horse race, although BC, man, if they didn't lose to Montreal a couple of weeks back, they could be 5-4 and four and right there. Not far off, but here's the Western Division standings. Calgary 7-2, and two, a victory today. They would go to 8-2, and two, number one overall in the CFL. Edmonton 6-3. and three. Now, By the way, Calgary's 5-0 and oh at home, 2-2 two and two away. Edmonton 6-3. and three. They're 4-1 and one at home, 2-2 two and two on the road. BC's 4-5. and five. At home, they're 500, 2-2, two and 2-3 two, two and three on the road. And then rounding out the West Division, they'll do it all again this weekend as well. Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. Winnipeg is 3-7. and seven. They're 2-3 and three at home. They're 1-4 and four away from home. They've lost four in a row. That is currently the longest losing streak in the CFL. Saskatchewan 1-9. and nine. The Riders in party mode this weekend after beating Winnipeg for their first win of the season. 1-5 and five at home. Uh, the uh, boys from Regina 0-4 oh away from Mosaic. So there's the East and West standings coming up this week. Cats in Toronto this Friday. The Riders in Winnipeg on Saturday. Also Saturday, the late game is Edmonton hosting Calgary in a Labor Day rematch. Ottawa is in B.C. to round out Week 12. Our player of the game, a slam dunk for Zach Caleros. What an effort today. Threw for a career-high 400 yards, had four touchdowns as well. Our fifth quarter fan of the day is Milsey in the gang. Who else? Milsey's on the line. Milsey, how are you? Hey, 
now that was the game. Boys, what did you think of the game? <laughs> <laughs> it for the Argos. It was all of that. Today we dominated. Player of the game on St. Calaris. We there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Calaris was that today. And uh, I think our offense uh, dominated their defense. We both came in six and three. There was a lot of questions about uh, injuries, and yet both teams came out. And uh, I thought it was going to be a very tight game, and it wasn't. We dominated the entire game, and I can't say enough about this team. I thought we were all coached last game against Montreal, but that sure as heck wasn't the case this time. I think we really really earned hey, The tackle of the game has to go to the Ticats and the Argos player that I talk about fans for a through the game that ran out on the field. What a great play that was. That was <laughs> when you get a Ticat and an Argo mid-game making that tackle on that drunk, I thought that was great. <laughs> that pretty much summed up the afternoon. It does. What's your call for next week, Rick? For the next game? Yeah, what's I, your prediction? I, I, I think the Ticats sweep the series. Wow! So yeah. you better be there in Toronto. Right on. Are you driving home with the box, J boys, or what? Oh yeah, that was great. Well, we're right. We're in 104. They're 103. But you know what? It's like it's it's bleeding into the next section. <laughs> it's all of that. It's been loud. It's been fun. But you know, there's something else I'd like to bring up here. Is as much as I'm really happy with how well the Ticats are doing, there's one person that I absolutely love that they're doing it for, and that's their Bob Young. Because yeah. he put so much money into this club and yeah. so much effort, and I'm so happy that things are finally going in their direction. He so deservingly deserves uh, the great cup and all the accolades that come along with this team. Right. Big thumbs up to Bob right Young. Hey. Go. Good stuff. Milsey, I'll let you go. Thanks for calling in. Milsey in the game. The most enthusiastic fifth quarter call here this season, no doubt about it. Uh, big thanks to all our callers, our emailers, our tweeters as well. What a performance today. The Hamilton Tiger Cats demolishing the Toronto Argonauts 42-12 to and now have sole possession of first place in the East Division. They'll do it all again this Friday night at the T-Dot. 7.30 kickoff the fifth quarter will, of course, follow that ball game for technical producer Jacob Smith. My name's Rick Samprin. The fifth quarter has been brought to you by Wizens Law, and you're listening to AM 900 CHML.